Good morning, and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring, and that's my super fine and smart wife, Beth. Oh, thank you, darling. Hallelujah. If you own your own business, by the way, we're going to talk about scriptural business strategies for you. If you own your own business, home-based or otherwise, or if you work for someone else, there are certain biblically-based principles for success that you need to know, fully understand, and utilize every day. If you can't see any scenario by which you need to know these principles, listen and learn, because you don't fully know the plans that God has for your life, regardless of your age or what you're doing at the moment. Here's some keys. Number one, seek God's direction on how to handle your business. If I were to ask most Christians who they'd like to discuss their business ideas with, some would say Bill Gates or Warren Buffett or some other guru. You ever heard of Trafodita? T-R-A-F-O-Data? Data? It was Bill Gray's first company, and it failed. You ever heard of Zune? Z-U-N-E. It was Microsoft's attempt to compete with iPod, but it didn't make it. No question Bill Gates has an amazing track record, but he's not infallible. When most people hear the name Warren Buffett, they think about him being an investment genius, and for the most part he is. However, most people don't realize that his impulsive purchase Energy Future Holdings Corporation ended up causing his company Brookshire Hathaway, to lose $876 million. Or even his purchase of Dexter Shoes, which he referred to later as the worst mistake he'd ever made. Buffett is no doubt a brilliant investor, but it's not perfect. Here's the bottom line. You can seek advice on business decisions and direction. Someone who's right most of the time, or you can heed the advice of somebody who's right all the time. Wisdom from the Word is always right, 10 times out of 10. Here's another thought as to why seek advice. Why seek advice from secular men and women who don't have a heart for or understand the things of God? Ecclesiastes 8.16, 8.16, the Living Bible. In my search for wisdom, I observed that all was going on everywhere across earth. Ceaseless activity, day and night. Of course, only God can see everything. And even the wisest man who says he knows everything doesn't. That's a great scripture. And just for the record, two of the three men I mentioned are actually working for you. As the scripture says, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. And if you're not serving God, then you're not righteous, which makes you wicked. Mm -mm. Strong. Number two, God wants you running an honest business. We remember hearing a man say one time, it's my business and I'll run it the way I want to. Whoops, wrong answer. Try again. Yes, you know, life is not a game show, okay. Though no one can really convince a TV, you know, <laughs> networks of that. True. Proverbs 11.1, 11.1 in the message says, Without good direction, people lose their way. God hates cheating in the marketplace. He loves it when business is above board. 
And in wow. Proverbs 16, 11, 16, 11 message Bible, it says, God cares about honesty in the workplace. Your business is his business. Hallelujah. If there is but one thing you can get from today's call, it should be that your business is God's business. And God wants his business run honestly. There is a misinterpretation of why Jesus turned over the tables of the money changers in the temple. It wasn't that they were doing business. It's that they weren't even honest. They weren't doing anything honest in their dealings. In Matthew 21, 12, 21, 12, we read, when Jesus went, and Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all of them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves. The merchants in the courtyard were selling animals for sacrifice. This was done as a convenience for those who left home without their sacrifice or perhaps decided to change the kind of animal they were sacrificing at the last minute. Point is, Jesus was not ignorant of the fact that this practice was, was set up in the temple because people were either too lazy to bring their best from home or it was an excuse to offer an animal that was less than God's best and they had plenty to provide that way. Eventually, and evidently, some of the money changers were even using less than honest scales for in verse 13 of Matthew 21, Jesus calls it a den of thieves. These people were out to take advantage of their own people. Proverbs 20, verse 23, Message Bible translation says, God hates cheating in the marketplace. Rigged scales are an outrage. Honesty in the marketplace is also mentioned in Proverbs 11, 1 in the Message Bible, where it says God hates cheating in the marketplace. He loves it. Remember what it said? When business is above board. There are two things that have said Jesus about what was going on in the courtyard. First, the money changers were cheating people. And second, the money cha changers were selling animals for sac sacrifice that were not without blemish and were less than the best. Remember, our business is God bi God's business too. Hallelujah. Number three, offer a quality <laughs> product and service. President Ronald Reagan learned that it's better to make a decision and let others make it for you. When President Wagon was a young boy, his aunt took him to a shoe store and had the shoe more, shoemaker make him some custom-made shoes. The future governor and president was asked if he wanted square-toed or round-toed shoes. He couldn't make up his mind. When he went to pick them up, one was round-toed <laughs> and one was square-toed. It was a lesson the shoemaker was teaching him about making his own decisions. Shoemaker taught the future president a valuable lesson. Truthfully, it'd be interesting to know about this man in his life. He obviously made an impression on President Reagan by his business practices. Proverbs 20, verse 8, 20, verse 8, Message Bible. Leaders who know their business and keep a shore out for shoddy and cheap, for who among us can be trusted? to always be diligent and honest. In business, you make decisions on a daily basis. You compromise quality or accept less than the best from your employees. Your days as a business owner will be limited. By offering a quality product and service, you're practicing the golden rule. Golden rule, doing to others as you would have them doing to you. And eliminated from Scripture, specifically Matthew seven twelve. 
7.12 Therefore, all things whatsoever you would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. The Amplified Bible translation of that verse, Matthew 7.12, says it this way, So then, whatever you desire that others would do to and for you, even so do also to and for them. For this is, sums up, the law and the prophets. And another scripture, Matthew 7, 12, the Message Bible. Here's a simple rule of thumb, a guide for behavior. Ask yourself what you want people to do for you, then grab the initiative and do it for them. Add up God's law and the prophets, and this is what you get. Mm-mm. Number four, plan ahead. Prior proper planning precipitates positive progress in performance, preventing possible problems and predicaments. That's good. It's one of my husband's favorite. Last year, we did a teaching called Plan Your Work and Work Your Plan. We, you know, if you go on to heraldherring.com, you could read this teaching and it would actually help you out. 1 Samuel 21.8, 21.8. Hmm. New International Version says, David asked about Hamelech. Don't you have a spear or a sword here? I haven't brought a sword or any other weapon because the king's business was urgent. It should be pointed out that prior proper planning can lead not you know not not lead into living in the tyranny of the urgent. But the problem is, is he was living in the tyranny tyranny of the urgent because he was running from King Saul. Procrastination, though, I mean, he had to run, and fortunately, he went to a place where God could provide. Genesis 24:33. Genesis 24:33 in the Darby translation says, "And there was set meat before him, Abraham's servant to eat, but he said, I will not eat until I have made known my business." Eleazar, Abraham's servant, was a man with a plan, and he was working that plan and wasn't letting anything get in the way of it. That's great advice actually for each one of us. Get the business done and relax later. We realize that Proverbs 6.4 in the New Living Translation is talking about urgency of getting out of a cosigned note, but we like this verse, and it could apply to different things on different levels. It says this, don't put it off. Do it now. Don't rest until you do. So, point being, what is the point? That describes the urgency of creating a plan for the future. Don't put it off. Get sit down and do it now. Were the only business or not? That's it. Amen. We're going to continue this because there's some basic foundational principles that we want to share with you that we feel like will help you in your own business and in life. And in life. So when you tune in, if you listen to the playback, which you can do by going to 712 432 0990. That's 712 432 0990. Access code 832936 pound. Or the same one you'd use getting in. That's it. Take notes. Get it down. Because you'll be sharper for the time that you invest in these teachings. And we'll pick it up again tomorrow. That's it. And until then, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God.
We love you. We appreciate you. We do. God bless you. Bye-bye.